What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, some really good news. The president is meeting um, with uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, in Ukraine today. It was a surprise. And he brought gifts, another half a billion dollars worth of aid to to Ukraine. Isn't that great? I only bring bottles of wine. Right. Well, what do you get? A country. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. So uh, we've got that going for us. Um, They couldn't make it to Ohio, but they'll make it to the other disaster site, uh, that one in Ukraine. We'll get to that and your phone calls. I really want to hear from you today. And the number is 888-727-BECK. We go there in 60 seconds. All right. There's an idea. Next time you go to the gun range, don't load any ammunition into your gun. Now just point the barrel at your target and say bang loudly. Then you can guess how close you might have gotten to the bullseye. Be honest. So that's one solution to the problem. Expensive ammo going there probably not the best solution you know uh either spending all that money or just saying bang this is where the mantis x comes in this is something that the marines are using it is really amazing it is high tech easy to use it's used now widely by the military and it will help you improve your shooting quickly it's not just targets in fact you don't even have a target you could aim it wherever you want what it's doing is it's measuring how steady your aim is and then the pull of the trigger how smooth that is and then do you go down do you pull to the left or to the right and it shows you after each uh after each fire what you're doing i think it's like 95 percent of the shooters improve within the first 20 minutes and you're not using any ammunition and you do really improve quickly i do it I had my score at a 79, I think, and within 20 minutes, I was up to about an 87, which is a pretty good shot. Mantis X. Mantis X. Go to mantisx.com right now. That's mantisx.com. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to uh, Ron in Oklahoma. Hello, Ron. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hi. Good morning. So uh, I'll get right to the point with regards to uh, uh, what's happening in uh, Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. If you follow the money and look up Norfolk Southern Railway from their own website, the top investors are Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street, Mm. and J.P. Morgan. So wow, all ESG monsters. Exactly. Uh So with our with regard to what our government's response is it's pretty clear as to what's going on with that. So I just wanted to thank you, let you all know. And Hey, this is more example of, um, uh, public private partnership yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I, mine too. I can't guarantee that's what's happening. That's what I suspected, Ron. Thank you for the call. Um, but that is, that is the problem when government gets into bed. Um, they have, uh, lots of money, these private, uh, entities that have invested now in the railway, they are in bed with the government and they stand to lose a lot of money. So what is the government going to do? 
You don't want to hurt these guys because they are enabling you. Sometimes the government needs the help of the uh, corporations, and sometimes the corporations need the help from the government. It'd be a lot of money to lose. Private, public partnerships. It's deadly. It's, it is crony capitalism to the nth degree. Let me go to uh, Joyette. Hello, Joyette, in Ohio. Hey. Hi. Hey, thanks. Hey, Glenn, thanks so much. Uh, we really appreciate you. I've been listening to you for decades. Oh, well, thank but you. But I want to highlight the fact that I live in Columbus, Ohio. I moved from California, which, I don't know, probably not the best move. But anyways, now we <laughs> Out of California people. to any place <laughs> is a good move. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. So I'm in Columbus. I'm about 175, 176 miles away from this epicenter. And that's exactly what it is. Okay? So... I mean, I've seen the videos. They've got the, they um, rustle up the water, and you're seeing the chemical. Yeah. Now, anybody can look. I, I've worked for companies where you have an SDS data sheet. So I went ahead and looked online. They've got the SDS data sheets on all of these chemicals. And if anybody take a look at that, this stuff is horrible. And they're just treating it like it's, you know, oh, whatever. I mean, my older sister goes, where's Red Cross? Where's FEMA? Where are they? Why have they done this? So my question is, We've got the Ohio River is, is supporting water for not just this state, but multiple yeah, states. Everybody does. So the water is being, yeah, it's infiltrating into our system. And so that, that's my thing. Um, also, um, you know, Netflix put out a, a movie and, and it highlighted a chemical derailment. And it was, I guess it was in East Palestine. So uh, they used the extras. Right. From the area, from Ohio. So what's going on now? My thing is, is what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do as listeners to barrage what the senator? What do you want us to do, Glenn? We need some. Gosh, I I, I mean, what do we do? I uh, on this one, the first thing you need to do is stay safe. Uh, I mean, I, I, I am I am not. I don't know the chemicals and what the water is doing. I just don't trust anybody at this point. So I would drink bottled water as much as you can. And I would keep abreast on what is going on. I know we've been talking to um, people and I, I can't give you an update on this. Um, I'm hoping that I'll get one by the end of the show today. So I can talk about this directly, if not, maybe tomorrow, but um, we've been trying to get an independent person to go test the water and the air. Um, and there's some interesting things we're running into. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you more about that. But I don't trust what's being tested. Uh, and I don't trust the people giving the test. Again, it's a public-private partnership with the United States government. Uh, and I, don't, I just don't trust them. Um, I, I will tell you that you should uh, stay very aware and support those who are questioning everything. Support J.D. Vance. Support the people who are questioning. And I would be much more apt to uh, send your complaints directly to your local and state governments. Federal government, you can still support people like J.D. Vance. You can support your congressmen, assuming that they're doing the right thing. And you can call Congress and say, you know, I live downriver. I live in Kentucky. What is this going to do to our water? Um, I, you know, but I don't I don't have an answer 
federally. I would say that you need to really stand on the throats of all of the people locally. And if they're not acting in a consistent way, and I mean consistent with their own interests, uh, you know, of having healthy drinking water and air, um, you might want to do some digging into why that might be. Uh, let me go to John in North Carolina. Hello, John. Hello, uh, Ms. Beck. I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Uh, when you were talking about uh, sending uh, money to Ukraine for uh, for their pensions and whatnot, I'm 76 years old. I work a 40-hour job because I can't afford to live on my Social Security. And I'm outraged to think that money goes to Ukraine instead of staying here my tax money. I couldn't agree with you more, John. Uh, I When I heard we're sending another half a billion dollars over to Ukraine just in more military support, and then can we play the clip of what Joe Biden said uh, about supporting uh, their pension funds? And to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. Stop. It's also going to- I, can't, I mean, John, I, 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 we have all got to stand up against what's going on with Ukraine. Look, I am not for Putin by any stretch of the imagination. The guy is a bloodthirsty killer. I get it. Um, he, he is no friend of the West. However, Ukraine is wildly corrupt. We already don't know what happened to millions of our dollars. We keep funding it. This was the center of corruption. It is the most corrupt state in the world. And it was the center of the Biden Hunter Biden scandals. Where is this money going going to? Second of all, and this is probably more important, I don't want a war with Russia. I don't want Russia to win. I don't want Russia to expand. I don't want any of that. But I don't want a third war, a third world war. And that's exactly what we're headed towards. And you can find that from the headlines of any of our allies. In, in Australia, they're talking about what does this mean? A war with the U.S. and China. Now, why would you be worried about that? Well, not just the balloons. Over the weekend, we said if you send any of uh, any aid any military aid at all to Russia, that's a line for us. You're not to do it. Excuse me? Who are we to say that to them when we're doing it? After all the balloon stuff, I don't. I, can we stop flexing our muscles, please? We're not in the shape we used to be. This president has decimated our military. We are behind 25% in recruiting. Behind 25%. And that's not including the attrition that's coming over the next year. People who are just going to opt out and say, I'm not signing back up. Plus, we've diminished our our stockpile of ammunition, of guns, of tanks, of everything, because we're just sending them our stuff. 
when are we going to replenish that? And if we are in a war, what are we going to fight with? I guess we could get into a public-private partnership with some of these industries, and we could just retool some of our industries to make weapons of war. Wouldn't that be great? We are headed towards war. The money has got to stop going to Ukraine. We cannot send or approve the sending of any fighters over to Ukraine. Where's Congress on this? Maybe they just think the American people are okay with it because we just keep taking it, go along. When we're together, we all talk and we're like, this is crazy. This is crazy. And we'll have the discussion. Well, do you want Putin to win? No, I don't want Putin to win. This is really bad. I, I, I don't want to be uh, in this fight at all. I don't want to be in it. What are we doing? Besides selling our own country down the river and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and impoverishing all of us. I mean, look what's look, just look at the impoverishment that this government has caused in the last two and a half years. Why are we having so much trouble with inflation? Because we spent way too much money on COVID and all of the programs. And then if that's the problem, what do you do? Will you stop spending? We're not stopping spending. We're spending even more. We just keep spending. And it's not on anything like the train derailment in Ohio. No, no, no. It's to rebuild schools and houses in Ukraine. And why is it that you have BlackRock and J.P. Morgan, all these people, why, why is it that they are being thanked by the Ukrainian president? Have you ever heard that before? We want to thank these giant corporations for helping us and helping us rebuild. Of course they're helping you rebuild. They're probably going to use our tax dollars funneled through you to rebuild things that they profit from. So we're helping enrich those people by sending our tax dollars over there. This is this is so corrupt and so dirty. It's got to stop. Back in a minute. Uh, underappreciated fact. Uh, trust has always been an underappreciated uh, fact. I think here in America, especially. I mean, we used to trust each other. Do we? Do we still? I think we do when it comes to our neighbors, but that is becoming more and more dicey. Uh, you don't. You don't know. Pretty much. Any business that wants to stay in business has to have the trust of the people. And that trust comes from being who you say you are, being the expert that you say you are, um, following through. Your word is your bond. You don't really need a contract. It's more of a cowboy contract with a handshake. Now, when it comes to selling your house, you need to know you can trust that person's experience and that person. This is where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. This is my company, and we vet all of these real estate agents to make sure that they are they have the track record, and they also have the business practices that you should be looking for, that I would be looking for, and that they're people that you can trust. They are listeners of the program, and they kind of have the same values. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a referral service that is of no cost to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. 
Shandy in uh, Kansas, welcome to the Glenbeck program. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to kind of connect a few dots. I'm in, of course, Kansas, the center of the, the, the state or the nation. We are going through um, a, a land grab with energy companies, a.k.a. NextEra, a.k.a. BlackRock and Klaus Schwab. And so they are literally steamrolling every county. Right now there's five active counties that are, are being essentially taken, you know, by county commissioners. And so uh, this all is connected with um, Palestine. And then also, if you think about the whales on the East Coast, it's all connected. So it's... it's in in what know. way? How do, you, how do you mean? What are they buying? So, They're buying the land? The, the counties no, are... What's, what's happening? Well, it's, it's Essentially, they're buying it, right? They're giving sign-on bonuses for solar. They're giving um, annual payments for the, the, the commercial wind turbines. Mm. And so uh, for, for people who are, you know, crazy enough to, to do that with their land, but you've got farmers who need help. You have sure. um, families who are thinking, oh, well, how am I going to take care of my kids when I pass away? Um, and so that is what's happening here in the state of Kansas. And it is the present day David and Goliath, because we just also had our governor sign on Panasonic that's coming in to Kansas City as well. And so, I mean, that's a four billion dollar project that NextEra, um, you know, the governor, they're, they're not going to let that not happen. And so you have solar, you have wind. Uh, they're also talking about hydrogen. All of these by 2030, by 2050 are going to um, power this Panasonic because of green energy. And so it's, it's, it's troubling because what do you do? I mean, I've been to my, my second planning committee uh, in my life. And I run the Facebook page, and we have 960 people uh, on our Facebook page within four weeks. And so what do we do? How do we get there? You know, we're you working keep, with our county. You keep organizing. You keep um, being informed. You keep those people going to those planning uh, meetings, and you get on to the committee boards. You've got to become a commissioner on those planning uh, planning boards. Um, it, most people, the last thing they want to do is is do that. I've been to planning. Oh my gosh, planning and zoning is just. And usually, the people that are in it are the ones that want to control everybody's lives and plan everybody's future. Um, so you need to get on those boards. Um, and good for you on looking. Uh, for the dots. This is why when we wrote the book on ESG, The Great Reset, I was a little dismayed because I thought, there's no way out of this. This is so far planned uh, to get out of it is going to take a Herculean effort. But that Herculean effort is happening. And it's happening because of people like you. I want to... Um, how much time do I have here, Sarah? I have one minute. So I'm going to have to come back and and give you a list of what is happening um, in each state. There is a huge list where ESG is moving. Uh, there's some states where just the E is moving. Some states like Florida, Ron DeSantis has just uh, just put in some of the 
strongest language on ESG, and it will break that up. You also have to find your power plants. Do you have any coal fire power plants that are being shut down and sold? Look for that. Are they being shut down and sold? If to, to whom? And uh, I'll give you more on that uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. But just start paying attention to your coal-fired power plants. Not just being shut down, but what is the plan for that? Are they being sold? More in a second. The Glenn Beck Program. Out of the ashes of the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes and doing good in the world ever since. If you haven't heard of it, they are an organization that provides mortgage-free smart homes to families of fallen or severely injured veterans and first responders. This year alone, they'll be taking care of hundreds of Gold Star families and fallen first responder families and providing them with homes. Uh, it was about, unfortunately, 500 last year. It looks like it's going to be a lot more this year. On Memorial Day, all the brave men and women lost since 9-11 in the war on terror had their names read aloud in Tunnel to Tower ceremony at our nation's capital. And through the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, they are educating kids in kindergarten through the 12th grade about 9-11. We should never forget and continue to do good. Please. Help America to never forget its greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Tunnels to Towers. T2T.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Save yourself 10 bucks on Blaze TV. Let me give you a, uh, a couple of quick facts here that you should know about. There are states currently working on anti-ESG legislation. And these are the states that we are monitoring that are currently working seriously on either anti, uh, on e- anti-ESG legislation, either um, uh, state contracts, state pensions, or fair access. Some of them working on all of them. Fair access is really important to ask to make sure it's in. That gives you the opportunity to not have to wait for your attorney general. You can sue if they are using anything other than a credit score uh, to give you credit or uh, if they're looking at any ESG kind of stuff to give you a score of any kind. Um, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Missouri, Arizona, uh, Minnesota, Mississippi, Virginia, South Carolina, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Pennsylvania, Texas, Idaho, New Hampshire, Florida, Tennessee, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. All of these are the ones that are doing something. So get involved at your state level. Now, fair access this is the legislation that empowers you to actually fight ESG. And what it is, is it, they have to disclose to you 
that they are using ESG. So there's no guesswork right now. They don't have to disclose that. So you're turned down for a loan. You don't know why. If they're using anything other than your financial records to make a decision, you deserve to know that. So you can a not use that organization, that bank or whatever, ever again, tell your friends that that's what they do and sue them. If you don't have fair access, you can't sue them. And that is really important. So far, there are only three states um, that are fighting uh, with this, and that is Nebraska, North Dakota, and New Hampshire. They've had their hearings on the fair access bills, two just last week. Uh, Bankers are adamantly opposed to this, and they are very well organized. You need to stand up for fair access. Um, Florida uh, is probably the best. There are other states that are at some point with a fair access bill and you need to get involved. Tennessee, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Utah, Iowa, Arkansas, South Carolina, um, Kansas and Montana. Also, there is an ESG, an anti-ESG bill in Indiana that could use some help. It's Indiana HB uh, 1008, and it relates to state pension funds not being invested in ESG. This bill is much more limited in scope compared to the fair access type legislation. This only protects state pension funds. Still a step in the right direction. Um, but it, and it's similar to what uh, they passed in West Virginia, but they're working with the treasurer in Indiana on this bill right now. Uh, it'd be very, very helpful if anybody in Indiana would contact their state legislator and their governor and let them know they want to see Indiana Bill HB 1008 pass. Uh, let me go to Matthew in Tennessee. Hello, Matthew. Welcome. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call this morning. I'm bet. out here driving a big rig, uh, coming in from Atlanta, Georgia, back to Tennessee. I just want to share what I see out traveling all over the country. I travel everywhere from Miami, Florida, up to Delaware. Uh, every single place I travel in America is running on a short staff. Uh, nobody's working. Yep. I've been driving a big rig for 12 years out here. And before COVID, uh, you'd get the morning rush when people are going to work, people are taking their kids to school and stuff, and then it would be dead in the mornings, and then you'd get a little bit of rush at lunch, and then the same thing in the evening. Ever since COVID, um, the roads are packed all day. I'm in Atlanta. You can be in Atlanta on a Wednesday at at 9.30 in the morning, and it's rush hour. Nobody's working. Everywhere I go, nobody's working. And the places that I travel, I talk to all these people, and they can't even get applicants, you know. Uh, where I work, I haul for my plant, and uh, we can't even get applicants for high-paying jobs. I know. And, you know, where does it go from here? I'm 36, and I've been working since I was 15. I'm a truck driver, and I mow yards. And, uh, you know, I've got a great life. But everywhere I travel, nobody's willing to work. You go out to eat, you're short-staffed. You know, everywhere I travel to, I just got uh, fuel at Pilot. When you go in, there's two people working behind the counter playing on their cell phones, and I need a receipt. And they say, hey, there's a self-checkout open. You know, it's like work ethics went out the window, and nobody's willing to work. 
Well, I tell Where does you, it go from here. By the time I'm my parents' age, uh, well, it's going to go um, way before way before then. This is the uh, this is what you get when you have big government handouts, but it's more than that. This again is something that I talked about ten years ago, and when I was kind of standing alone, saying I don't agree with universal basic income, but we have to discuss it because that's what's coming because of the tech revolution. More and more people are going to find themselves unemployed. And Yuval Harari, who is a guy who everybody in the elite class just loves, calls them useless people. What are we going to do with all of these useless people? Um, There's a lot of useless people right now. Uh, There's going to be more in the words of the elites. Uh, we, we cannot lose our work ethic. We have to be people uh, that uh, think differently and uh, encourage our kids and everybody else to work. But it's it's an uphill battle because society is not putting any stock into that now. Derek in Colorado. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. How are you doing, Glenn? Good. Hey, so I just wanted to uh, go back on your comments you made earlier about Ukraine and how we're giving another half a billion dollars to them. And we as the people that they care about so much mm-hmm. have no right to even even vote on this. Right. And it's just giving it away, giving it away. And it's like I guarantee over 80 percent of Americans would say no. I agree, too. It's not, it's, it is not our fight. Um and the fact that we're weaponizing them, too. What is that telling Russia? What's it telling about a Chinese a spy balloon flying over all of our states, looking at our military bases, telling, getting intel on what we don't have and what we're getting rid of? The world is preparing for war. The American people are asleep. The world is preparing for war. And it's a war not just with Russia, but it is becoming increasingly a war with China as well. Uh, that's a war no one walks away from unharmed. Uh, that's a war we do not walk away from uh, in any kind of leadership role. And uh, you, if you read the papers, this is this is why you you know pay for me with your time. Uh, it, we read those papers. We look at the news all around the world, and everyone in every uh, continent is preparing for war. And we're asleep at the switch. And the reason. The reason why, I think, is because the Democrats have changed Congress so much to where there's really no debate. Do you remember the lead up to the war in Iraq, even the Afghanistan war? Every war I've ever seen, you have the debates on the floor and they call each other names and you're not patriotic and you're patriotic and blah, blah, blah. You're a warmonger. All of that used to happen. That's not happening now. You're not going to Congress and talking about all of this stuff. It's just being done by the president and the administration. That's a dictatorship. That's why you must call your congressman and senator and saying, I will not send my family to war. I will not support this. I will not send my children to fight a war with Russia and Ukraine and uh, and China. I won't do it. Not this war. You got to call them and tell them you demand a debate on the floor of the House, at least. 
for no other money spent on this. So that's a good step, because I think a lot of the time we've spent talking about this has been what we shouldn't do. And I, I wonder what we should do. What we should do is pretty complicated, right? It's not easy, I think. Unless if you, no, especially now. Because what would, what would you do here? What would I do? You would say, okay, I would push say, for a debate. That's a good step. I would say to the Ukraine, congratulations. You've got enough money from the United States and enough support. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to stand on your own now. You're going to have to do it. You've got to wear the big boy pants. This is not our fight. Mm-hmm. We support you, but this is not our fight. So what does that look like? And I would also say we are not for regime change. We, I mean, if Putin falls, Putin falls, but right. that's not the end game here. Yeah, we can say that. Like, you know, as a, a, you're a commentator, you say, would I would like Vladimir Putin to not be at the head of, of yes. Russia? Although I will say, I mean, there's a big profile in the New York Times today about some of the people who are pushing him from the hawkish side. And if yeah. one of them get get in control, we might be Worse happy off. with Putin. Yeah. Um, so it's we not know even clear, him. but like, you know, Putin is Putin. He's not good. We don't like him. Uh, right. That doesn't mean but that we should a, be publicly calling for regime change. And he's an evil we know. Right. He's an and evil there's we value know. to that. Correct. But okay, let, play this out, though. You, you say you don't want to give money to Ukraine, weapons to Ukraine anymore, which I, can, I, I sympathize with significantly here. But okay, let's say we stop doing that. Let's say we ramp it down over the next, I don't know, a couple months, right? Goes away. They've got zero dollars coming in from the United States. Right. Probably a lot of other countries, you know, follow our lead on that, right? So what happens? I mean, that's Ukraine loses, right? Probably Russia takes Ukraine. Probably. Probably, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, mm-hmm. and I don't even mean just the, the Eastern. No, probably regions. goes. Probably in, the, whole the United thing. States withdraws. Probably they win Russia. I mean, that's a, it's a big Horrible. thing. Obviously terrible for Ukraine. Horrible. But let's not even think about you, the future of Ukraine for a second here. Think about it from our perspective. So now you have Russia, who I think can uh, somewhat, somewhat legitimately say they defeated the United States in a war, mm-hmm. right? Well, the Taliban have said that, mm-hmm. so no. we're not breaking new ground here. <laughs> no, that's true. And so they now are pressed up against the borders of NATO. Do we mm-hmm. think that Putin just stops there? Is that our hope? They just stop there? That would be our hope. Um, but he hasn't acted against a nation of NATO. Right. Now, if he goes after NATO, then we have treaties. But I would like to open up NATO as well. I mean, we've provided a lot of defense for Europe, and it has been very important to do so. And I am not for, you know, getting rid of NATO, mm-hmm. you know, just wholesale. However, uh, the world is changing and the United States is changing. And Joe Biden is acting like it's 1944. And in his mind, it might be 1944. He is acting like we have all of the power, all of the clout and all of the money. We don't. Couldn't you describe what you're you're talking about here is just retreat? I mean, we're, we're, we're letting them have Ukraine with no fight pushback. Again, I'm, I'm pushing back on you here for to, to explore these boundaries because they're difficult to, to define. But like if you, your your answer here is is they can have Ukraine and maybe we shouldn't really have NATO or maybe we should reconsider where NATO is and those lines are and how much we should be defending these countries. Where does where do, where does Putin stop if this is our defense? Nowhere. Well, I wouldn't say that we were rethinking 
about NATO as we were doing this. You wouldn't publicly announce no. it, but you'd say that you're saying that that's something that should be considered. Yeah, I wouldn't have publicly announced any of this no, crap. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, none of this <laughs> should have been publicly announced. It and be our like, hey, president is that an American is, tank? You know, that, that's about how it should have been confusing to the enemy if right. they saw one. Our president can't be it can't be seen in uh, Ohio to help people that are victims, yep. but he'll go over and pledge that we're going to pay for all of their social programs over in Ukraine. He's there today in Ukraine, in Kiev. What the, what the hell is that? I, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't care about our good name in the world anymore because we don't have a good name. We don't yeah. have a good name anymore. So people don't trust us. We have got to pull back and protect our country and our rights, or we are just going to just deflate everything. We're, we're just bleeding out all over the table. Should some of our approach here be yeah. related to trying to force Ukrainian and Russian hands into some sort of yes peaceful solution yes it should be we, we don't because yes, ukraine says we're not going to negotiate at all even about yeah. crimea well then, and like i yeah, understand and, that and from their perspective but if they want our money they may need to do those things that's probably the way i would uh, i would end it look you guys get together and you work this out otherwise i'm pulling i'm pulling the money and russia we're still going to blockade you but you, you guys have to work this out. Putin would be incentivized if the United States were bluffing uh, or, or, or um, uh, and saying we are going to stay there. We're going to do it, but we're going to give this a chance to work out and we'll honestly broker a deal that's going to be good ish for both sides. That's the only way to get out of it at this point. Uh, car trouble, car trouble, car trouble, car trouble. Uh, when you when you get into your car and something goes off, there's never a good time because you never have the money ever. Hmm, I'm flush with cash now. I'd like to go spend that in a garage fixing something that should work. Hmm. Um, car Shield. Now you can save 20% on your coverage. And this is like healthcare insurance for your car. You know, it's not going to cover all the little things. I mean, I, I suppose you could get a... a, a, a coverage like that uh from car shield but uh, i don't have that i want the ones that are the catastrophic the things that are huge car shield will save you 20 percent on the plan that you pick and they'll help design it with you 800-227-6100 don't be sat back on all of your goals because something unexpected happened with your car go to carshield.com slash beck that's carshield.com slash beck or call 800-227-6100 promo code beck the Glenn Beck Program. We had a an incredible hour on um, how AI is quickly getting out of control already. And what that means. We're going to move that to tomorrow because I want to continue to talk to you. Um, you seem to have a lot on your mind and your plate. 888-727-BECK. Another hour of the Glenn Beck program. Listening to your voice. You need to be heard. 888-727-BECK. 